0: Hi, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian. We are a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. Before we check out for our summer hiatus, we're checking in to a luxury hotel. We're at the Pendry, West Hollywood, recording in our hotel room.
1: (laughs) So luxurious.
0: We're here because we wanted to really dive into the topic of Cozy hotel stays. And we decided to do a little staycation here in Los Angeles to really immerse ourselves in the idea of like, what does it mean to stay at a hotel? What do we find cozy about it? So we could bring this topic to you authentically. That being said, you might hear the hum of the mini refrigerator in the room. You might hear a neighbor who is Who's, singing, maybe belting. Maybe she's their, their a heart celeb. Out. We don't know. In any case, there might be some more background noises today in our recording because we are live on location as we're recording this episode. We are not over uh, Zoom like we usually are. So we're very excited to be recording in person. This is our last episode of the season.
1: I don't think we have recorded in person in, what, yeah. years?
0: No, Yeah, it's been a long time. So this is a very special day for so many reasons. We're really excited to share our experience with you, talk about what we look for in a hotel very important as we discuss the amenities we enjoy most and reminisce about our favorite hotel stays so you'll be ready to stay cozy on your travels this summer.
1: Perfect cap off. I know we're really putting ourselves to the ringer here <laughs> to bring you this live reporting.
0: But before we go into um, relaying our experience here and uh, advice we have for hotel stays, if you if you want to take our advice, let's hear the latest headlines in Cozy in the News. <music>
1: So I saw this segment on the Today Show with this adorable six-year-old. His name's Ian. And he went viral first on Instagram because his mom posted a video of him drinking his honey tea and reading his book at 6.30 a.m. because he likes to have his quiet time. And it was just (laughs) super adorable. And I love that he has a morning routine and he sticks to it. And he just looks so funny sitting at his little table. There's a fish tank on the table, his finished bowl of cereal because he likes to do his reading and drinking his tea after he had his breakfast you know very practical on his end i don't know he's such a cute little kid and the comments were funny someone said oh it looks like he has a nice 401 ki i can't even do it. i don't even know i'm so removed from um 401k yeah. <laughs> excuse me a lot of cute little quotes in here and so the mom said ion likes his alone time and he also enjoys a common relaxing morning he does not like to be rushed so I'll get him up early, and he'll use the extra time to do a quiet activity. It's so basically Matt Jr. Yes, I was going to say. <laughs> your your son.
0: I love his little table. He's like at one of those child-sized tables in his mm-hmm. little chair uh, with his fish next to him. Very cozy.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a sweet little guy. And his mom, I think, did a really great job raising him, it sounds like, because she puts a self-care caddy outside of his room with his lotions and his books. and Oh, my all. goodness. Yeah, so... He has a very cozy life.
0: That is extremely cozy. And I think we can all aspire to his level of coziness. He's a cozy guru already at six.
1: Yeah. What about you, Matt? What's cozy in the news?
0: My story comes from Down Under, as it Mm. often does, strangely. I feel like I bring a lot of cozy in the news from Australia. Australians, you're doing something right. You're being very cozy. This is a story all about little penguins, big dogs. This news comes out of Middle Island, Australia, home to the world's smallest penguins, aptly named little penguins. Very clear. So changes in tidal patterns and low tides allowed foxes to cross to the island and attack the little penguins. And within a single year, almost the entire population was wiped out. Enter local chicken farmer Swampy Marsh.
1: Wait, that's his name?
0: Yeah, you couldn't write this stuff. I think there's actually a movie about this out there. So Swampy said a couple of dogs could fix that. His plan was with uh, sheepdogs, marema sheepdogs, or these big white dogs. He brought those over that he uses for farming. He, they they uh, guard his chickens on his farm. And just by him walking the dogs around the island and spreading their scent, the invasive foxes were successfully deterred. Now the dogs are professionalized and they are uh, regularly patrolling the island so that these little penguins can nest and make more little penguins. Oh, so cute. Um, and they continue to guard them to this day. And so now the little penguin's population is waddling towards safety.
1: Love that. He reminds me, Swampy, of that man who was in our cozy nominations this past year. Yes. Who made the pumpkin.
0: Yeah. Very matter Berta of fact. or Bertha. Yep. Yeah, Berta. Berta, yeah.
1: And, you know, some dogs can fix that. I like that. That's a good tagline. They can fix a lot of things, really. Make it a bumper sticker.
0: And um, if you want to see the full story, there's a YouTube uh, video link in our show notes where you can check out what these dogs look like. I really recommend watching it for a more complete news story, but also so you can see some really adorable footage of little penguins. Don't be fooled by the coolness of a little penguin because we are in the summer heat as we're gearing up. Now, this is, the, this is the time of year that Jillian and I hibernate. We go away for the summer. Yeah, we don't want to be nearest of
1: the summer. But we
0: know a lot of our listeners are jet setters, and you are going to be hopping across the country, the world. And some of you, you know, you might be sleeping in trailers, you might be camping. But I know a lot of our listeners also like to pamper themselves in hotels. And so our main topic for today is all about staying cozy in a hotel. And we're going to speak from personal experience. As we mentioned, we are here at the Pendry, West Hollywood, to relay how Jillian and I spent the last 24 hours yeah. <laughs> sharing some some tales and also some tips from things that we enjoy. And just in general, talking about the coziness of hotels. And, you know, traveling can be stressful. And, you know, sometimes when we're away from home, we kind of lose that cozy feeling. So how can we keep that feeling in, in places that are new to us? And in, we're looking for some certain elements in our hotel rooms that we like.
1: Yeah. Well, we've made a lot of observations over the past twenty four hours.
0: Jillian, you've been our chief travel planner. You're channeling your mom. You've really mm-hmm. you've really looked after us. So thank you for <laughs> booking this day and making sure that we got the the world class treatment. Thinking about like our specific experience, like what's been cozy for you so far?
1: Well, I mean, chief of it is getting to spend time with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That So Moving if we're, past if we're that. putting that aside, <laughs> um, I think it's really important when you're traveling to be traveling with someone who shares your same vibe and interests, because mm-hmm. I can make or break a hotel stay regardless of how cozy it is. Matt and I, we like to kind of take it easy. The hotel isn't just a crash pad for us. The hotel is the experience. Yeah. So I think that it's really important to consider when you're booking a hotel, not only who you're going with, but what's the purpose of the hotel. If you really want to sink your teeth into the hotel, I say it's worth it if you're able to pay extra. And we, we did splurge on this. Mm-hmm. So my mom is a travel agent. You know, she's been doing it for a while in person, but now she's completely remote. So she's seen her fair share of hotels. And as a result, I've seen my fair, my fair share, too.
0: So what are some hot tips from the travel agent scene around things to maximize your hotel experience, both in terms of like getting better deals or things to look for when you're booking a hotel?
1: Definitely location is important because you have to consider that where you are, you're probably going to hear it. So that's been the case for for me too. Even how quiet a hotel might be, you can still hear the, the, you know, the street and if you're having a, a place that's kind of a party vibe, and yeah. you can you can tell kind of those spaces, do you really want to be around that? That's important to consider. So, just the area you you're in, the type of people it attracts. If you're you know it's going to be bachelorette party city, you know those kind of hot spots. Rule those out if you're looking for a cozy experience, a good mini bar.
0: I'm stopping you because I want to talk about mini bars. You brought it up. We've stayed in places before, but usually I'm the one booking. And I am very thrifty when I book. It's, it is about location for me. I want to be conveniently located in terms of getting to places. But comfort is definitely secondary on my list. And budget is high, a high priority for me. And so I don't even look at the mini fridge when I go into a place. Like I know that that's going to be a way that they're going to try and take my money. Half the time, the, the, the bar area doesn't exist because I'm staying in places like best Westerns where that's not really a thing. But as soon as you walked into this room and they had their whole like mini bar situation, Jillian was already all over the place. A
1: magnum. I had to stop
0: her from like opening up a bottle of wine. I was like, there is a wine store 10 minutes away. We don't have to do this Jillian, but I really admire that because there is a joy that you have in really taking advantage of the room I just can't, like, get over the price point because it's so expensive. Oh,
1: I mean, that's my partner, too. When we were in Greece, they had, uh, you know, mini bar as well. And I was just breaking it. Give me a little tiny bottle of white wine. Give me the little chocolates. Mm -hmm. And listen, I don't I don't have a lot. I don't come packing with cash, but I just think of it as it will all shake out. Maybe I'll die tomorrow. I'm going for the mini bar. I, I have no, I also don't have impulse control. So that's, that goes <laughs> that,
0: that into probably it. Probably factors into Is it for sure.
1: Factors into it. Like I, I am mean, even eyeing it right now. Why didn't we get into the jumbo roasted almonds? Why didn't get me into the cheese crisps? We well,
0: definitely didn't break into the romance kit.
1: No, they have a romance <laughs> kit. Uh, so, but going back to when you're booking a hotel, also consider are there restaurants on the property? are there are there spaces that you can go to and i'm not talking about an all-inclusive which you know if you like an all-inclusive that's totally fine but does the restaurant offer anything that you don't have to necessarily leave it i think yeah. that's a really cozy experience where i have everything here i don't have to worry about going and venturing out and we did we went to went to the rooftop bar we had a snack and then mm-hmm. went to a restaurant and i love the restaurant i love so a the, I truly had the time of my life. It'll be seared into that memory <laughs> box. But I, I look for that too. What is the property offering? I, I'm not talking about add ons. Some people really like that stuff. Oh, they offer anything at this property. You can rent a guitar. I know Matt's been dying to get his work out here and just sing his tunes. Yeah, there's, for me. there's a spa,
0: there's a gym. Yeah. yeah.
1: All, all those little amenities. Amenities are huge for me personally. And so I know I'm a sign of a good hotel when the mini bar is offering a wide range of snacks. Yeah, we have macaroons on this bedside table. Yeah,
0: I was actually it was something that I felt really cozy about. This kind of you know step above what I'm used to is the all the like the little welcome gifts that aren't charged that are part of the package, and I was so skeptical of them at first. Like I had to keep asking Jillian, like, is this included? Is this free? Cause I don't want to, I don't want to open anything that I have to pay for. And she's like, no, the fruit basket is free. Like that's part of it. The, the macarons they're they're part of it. And it can't be overstated how lovely it is to have a wonderful basket of fruit to just dive into like a healthy snack. When you, when you've traveled such a long way from East LA to West LA, <laughs> our long travel, and something that I think I really love about this place and and something that made me reflect on from more of my budget leanings in terms of where I stay when I travel is how nice it is to have glassware that fit the things that I'm consuming. Because I'm a wine drinker. We both are. Uh, in fact, we're we're imbibing right now. And when I'm staying at a Best Western or, you know, an Econolodge, I'm drinking my wine out of a disgusting plastic cup that's like the plastic flavor is getting into the grape and it's horrible. Um, as much as I still enjoy that feeling because, you know, I'm on vacation and it's fun. It's a game changer when you get to, you know, drink your hotel wine out of an actual wine glass.
1: Yeah. And I think there's a time and place for the plastic cup and it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to knock my plastic cup. Oh, wine. no.
0: And I'm I'm uh, let me let me make this perfectly clear. Like I am a best Western enthusiast. I've already said their name a million times. Like sign We've me up. I want to be a mascot. Together, yeah. I'm down for that experience all the time. But I, it is nice to level yeah. up in terms of like real glassware.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's a huge selling point, and just the fact that you can have anything at your fingertips. Having the glasses is one of them. Um, also, twenty four hour room service. The Pendry mm. has twenty four hour room service. And I want to be clear: we're not getting paid by the Pendry. I know
0: we're we're talking like this, like we're influencers that have gotten some perked a free stay. No, we are just regular schmoes. And we
1: stand out like a sore thing.
0: I, I know. We've already embarrassed ourselves <laughs> multiple times on these premises.
1: Yeah, but we want to treat ourselves. And I, I'm i just all about that to the point of maybe a degree where I hurt myself. But I, I just, I, can't, I mean, life, like I said, life is short. Got to get into these ho- hotels and maybe just do it every few years if that's what you're able to. But get into some of these, where you get all the amenities and yeah. you have the glasses. its It really just is a nice... um I don't know, it recharges you. We woke up super refreshed. We had a good night's sleep. It would be just nice to bop around. Rooftop, breakfast this morning.
0: Kind of what you are talking about earlier in terms of like the why of why you're in the hotel. If I'm traveling and I'm my goal of being someplace is to see the new place I'm in, then I have a little less of an emphasis on the, on the hotel or where I'm staying. Because ideally, I'm not there that often. Like I'm out visiting the city, I'm mean, taking in the culture. But a resort environment or the objective is more to relax and unwind, that's when the amenities really shine and you really want to have all those things in your hotel so that you can enjoy it. Similar to that, if you can have this kind of experience when you're working, that's also nice because it, you're probably already stressed out and you want something to come home to that's cozy as possible and and something that really stood out to me, I have to say this, as someone who is always staying at budget hotels. The fact that when I walked into our room, it didn't smell like harsh chemical cleaners. Like it smelled like a real apartment. Like that, like I could, it smelled like a, one of my friends places and it smelled like a place that people actually live. And it it was, you know, fresh and clean and not clean in a way that like they just like dumped a gallon of bleach on the floor.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's a very nice room where the colors are very pleasing. You're gentle. It's a light blue, Uh, They have a rug, but also hardwood floor, which is a really nice combination. They have this really stunning dresser. We have large windows, which I think is really nice to have that light and Mm -hmm. to see the expanse of the city. They upgraded us, quote unquote, when we checked in. So I I don't know. I I I guess it was a different view was the upgrade.
0: Yeah, they gave us a view of downtown Los Angeles, which to me, is not an upgrade because I see that thing enough. I, I, I kind of wish we were on the other side, which is looking at the hills.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: the Hollywood Hills are really pretty that the, you know, the rolling green with these like ridiculous houses all perched up on there.
1: Overall, I think that this hotel does a really nice job of kind of the color scheme, the the breakfast spot had a lovely green. Oh my goodness. Theme. So yeah. So
0: Because of Jillian's, like, uh, travel aging connect, we got our, you know, a a credit for our breakfast, which was really lovely. And it's a Wolfgang Puck restaurant called, like... Osprey. I I can't remember. (laughs) That that sounds right. But it's beautiful, like, moss green and gold and, like, these, like, really rich, like, red browns everywhere. And it's so earthy looking. And it was a wonderful breakfast and a really beautiful space that kind of also had, like, a mid-century modern vibe, too. It was actually kind of timeless looking. I thought the des- I think the design in the rooms and in that restaurant were very classic. I love that.
1: Yeah, and I love a hotel that doesn't really have a busy feel. And we can get into this a little bit more because the lobby felt a little disconnected. From yeah, the, the lobby had hotel. like all these
0: neon lights and like it, it kind of felt like it was trying too hard to be hip. I feel that way when I go to, I don't know if you ever stayed in any W hotels, but they all seem like they're like trying really hard to be modern. And it's like, We have graffiti on our walls and, um, oh my God. Yeah. Neon lights everywhere. And and it's like, I I have a headache just walking into your lobby. I want to feel calm when I come into a place. I want to feel safe. I don't want to feel like I'm walking into a rave. And even though I think some of the installations they have in the lobby are kind of cool looking at the end of the day, I think hotels would do well to take that back a little bit. Like maybe stop trying so hard to be hip. And I think there's almost a little bit of an identity crisis in this building because the rooms and the restaurant and even the ho- the, the rooftop are a lot more classic. The designs are more timeless. And then for some reason, the lobby is on acid. Like It's it just it's just calmed down down there. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> overall, despite the lobby, the hotel is a really calm and relaxing vibe. Yeah. And I think that set the tone for how we took advantage of the hotel. And that's another tip. We're the energy of a place is really important. And so since the energy is pretty calm throughout the rest of the hotel, I think that set the tone for us. And when we woke up, we're just kind of rolling around, Mm -hmm. turned on the TV, popped in our coffee pods, drank our coffee. (laughs) Matt took a shower, then I hopped in. It was pretty space. Separately. (laughs) I can make that clear. Well, we could also get to the the lobby port, the check-in portion, which kind of touches on that. But yeah, I thought we just kind of we took it moment by moment, which is what I love when I'm traveling and no one really rushed us or made us feel on the clock. But going to back when we checked in. So I was telling Matt, I couldn't even look him in the eyes when we first rolled up to the place because I get really anxious when I check into a place. Like I told Matt yesterday, is there a warrant for my arrest? Obviously, (laughs) I know. But when I check in and she was taking actually a really long time and she's typing and she's like, mm, mm, mm. Uh, I was like, well, you're
0: like shooting a background check on me.
1: Uh, did I like card decline? Like, I know that's not the case, but you know how you get so irrational. You're like, is there a warrant? Um, did they saying you're too poor to stay here? Like what's going on? I just get so anxious. And she was just quietly typing like, what's all the crazy things that she's finding? Or I don't know. I mean, I guess with such nice hotels, I always have this imposter syndrome. Because I am an imposter. I want to make that clear. But anyway, so...
0: No, you're not. <laughs> you, you belong here. I feel the same way, though. I think it was more the weirdness around... Because she was asking us questions like... Well,
1: that... that oh, yeah, that too. So what
0: brings you here? And like, we were, we, and then we were talking about things like, well, how'd you get here? And I'm like, well, I, I took the bus. <laughs> and <laughs> I, just, I was thinking about her perspective, like hearing these two people meeting in a lobby. We're here for some ridiculous podcast concept. Like We're, we're just friends hanging out, staying in a hotel, so we can talk about staying in a nice hotel. And, well, and we're, she, we're not going to tell that to her. And I was like, there, honestly, there was a part of me that was like, do we just pretend like we're like dating or something just to make this easier for everyone? Because it, it honestly, what I would infer from her is like, are these two people hooking up? Is this like an affair? Like what's going on?
1: <laughs> yeah. Because we showed up separately.
0: Yeah. We showed up separately. <laughs> we're
1: both locals.
0: Yeah. We're both locals. She asks us that too. And she's like, are you locally? Like, yeah, we're local. And it's like, okay.
1: We least. Always- <laughs> we're staying here for one night only yes.
0: <laughs> all the all, like, all that's the, all we need all the context clues like tells you that this is some weird affair situation Her
1: role-playing who the hell knows yeah um she probably but here's my thought too she's probably seen weirder stuff yeah so in la
0: yeah, no, no doubt
1: yeah i'm sure you know mistresses and mist. what's the male version of that i don't know but show up all the time
0: well, even other guests who really they don't let staying in a hotel break their stride. there was a guy I saw getting on the elevator who had his full like biking gear, like this man is staying in a hotel with his bike, and he's still like doing his rides and bringing his bike up to his hotel room and God bless him, but like that is commitment to biking
1: yeah and we've we saw a poodle in a stroller, we've seen a lot of stuff. <laughs> Um, So I'm sure we weren't the top of her mind, but I do think that she also was wondering what the heck is going on here. Uh, She suggested that we can take the hotel Cadillac up for a spin. Yeah. I know Matt's regretting that we didn't.
0: All all I really want to do is drive a really expensive car around uh, and and be held liable for (laughs) anything that happens.
1: Yeah. So there's, I think at these nicer hotels, there's these really weird amenities, but I'm sure people take advantage of them. We're just here for the hot mini bar and the cozy bed and a clean room
0: for me it's a little bit of like seeing how the other half lives like i'm a person who's never flown first class i don't splurge on anything like this before so for me it's really a an education in plushness and extravagance
1: my best advice going to a hotel is indulge whenever possible it doesn't have to cost any money whether it's putting on a robe whether it's just not leaving the hotel room and ordering room service, which we did, uh, we got that guac felt and strange. Chips.
0: I I didn't realize. Is it normal for room service to come into the room?
1: Yes, they they'll set it up. Sometimes they even bring a full-on table. Wow! But since I think we only had guac and chips, I think not think they did. I'm sure that if you when you call room service, you can perhaps request and say, "Can you please just leave it outside of the the door?" And they will. But otherwise, they're going to come in and you know. Set it up and whatnot.
0: Yeah, it just felt like weirdly intimate. Like we're we were like watching at that time House Hunters, and just to have this like guy walk in and like, here's your guac and chips, weirdos.
1: (laughs) He's also probably wondering the scene as well. What's going on? Yeah, (laughs) or rather, it's just you know sleeping in or just lounging around. Yeah, taking a nice long shower. Indulging in all the soaps they have, fancy soaps.
0: Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because I really love the scents that they have at nicer hotels and that the soap doesn't leave that really awful residue. Where like whenever I'm staying at a, a you know a budget place, the soap is always so harsh and then you can't get the film off. It's like no matter how much you rinse, you're still like kind of sticky. And everything here feels fancy and boutique. And I, I really do like living, seeing how the other half lives, all their nice like Santal scented... <laughs> shampoos and conditioners. So I smell really great right now. But yeah, it's it's been a really nice like indulgence, I would say.
1: I guess when you're just indulging, there really are no rules.
0: Yeah. The only rule is that there are no rules.
1: Yes, that's it. So almost funny how we became almost oh, like a husband and wife parody because I was trying to break into the me bar or you were saying, I'm going to go out and get the the wine and mm-hmm. you walk to the grocery store other favorite comedic moment was when you were looking for a refrigerator to put our chinese food oh out. that wasn't inf-
0: that was infuriating because the mini bar fridge is full of stuff they want you to buy and i'm like well where do i put my leftovers because i'm used to bringing in a bunch of crap so i'm like where am i going to put the water that i had like where am i going to put you know my leftover chinese food and I could I couldn't even there wasn't enough space for me even to set it on some of the beer that they had. Now they did have a great selection of booze in the in the mini fridge, I will say that. It was very tempting. But knowing how much it costs, I could not partake in that. There are certain things that I feel like, you know, if it's like ten dollars more than I usually will spend, like I can kind of like look the other way and let myself enjoy that moment. But when I'm looking at like a bottle of wine price that is literally I could have three bottles of wine for that price, I will take the the extra effort to walk a block to go pick that up myself.
1: <laughs> Maybe I can just pack away my emotions or, or reactions, Right, I'm just going to pretend this isn't this price.
0: Yeah. And,
1: <laughs> and face the music later.
0: Honestly, I think we all have our things that we accept. There's a cartoon I saw on social media that really hit this home, which was, it was somebody buying socks for like $8. And they're like, $8 for socks? These better last me forever. And then cut to them at a bar and they're ordering a cocktail and they're like, that'll be $8 for this cocktail. And they're like, okay. And yeah, the arbitrariness of how we like, Oh, if I'm going to spend that. Then it's got to really be worth it. And then the other things that we totally accept paying a little more for or just indulging it. In. Yeah.
1: But I think we still had the spirit of indulgence throughout this yeah. trip. And we had so much fun at Chin Chin. We got such great food. And I loved how Matt said, I think we were, Two hours into Dateline, the most longest Dateline oh, okay. of all time. So, so something
0: that I think Julia and I are both on the same page on, and this is another tip I would say, is take advantage of the kind of throwback feeling of watching cable. You know, cable TV yeah. and looking at a menu because I find that very comforting. And maybe it's just my age and where I grew up and that period of time. I'm, I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. The Just kind of taking what TV is on. Now, in this case, they did have a Chromecast, which was nice. And so we were able to... A watched Jillian's Kardashian episode that she demanded we watch. Cause she was like, okay, she got, she has to keep current. I so was
1: dying to watch she, it too.
0: We watched the first episode of the new Kardashian season. And then of course, uh, Jillian couldn't sleep without seeing a murder. So <laughs> we had to watch a dateline and we
1: picked the wrong one. I'm so disappointed.
0: I think we picked the right one. It was, we didn't even finish it. It was like a two hour feature film What's
1: still going on. And
0: there wasn't even a mystery. It was about this woman, Sarah, who was awful and she keeps setting her relatives' house on fire, and she murdered her ex, her her husband, or boyfriend, or it's not whatever. Funny, I'm sorry. Well, what is kind of funny about it is there's no mystery. It's like she's clearly awful. And all she's the not
1: ends... in jail, I don't think.
0: We don't know. She didn't finish it because after, she was like,
1: texting in December 2022.
0: All I know is it was long, and it was a Keith Morrison episode, even, and that couldn't even help sustain our attention.
1: No, but it was super cozy. in The fact that I think at some point maybe it was the. Fifth hour of it because it like it goes forever, we just burst out laughing because we couldn't believe that it was still on. Mm-hmm. I think that's really fun, just coming through the channels, finding something silly and fun to watch. I'm not that dateline's silly and fun, but I don't know something you typically wouldn't watch at home. Maybe it's like you yeah. wouldn't watch Dateline at home by yourself. No. Speaking of being by yourself, when you were out going wine shopping, I had a moment when I was in bed. It's like, why don't? People, and maybe they do do this, but check into hotels by themselves. So they just need a break from life and just a one night, as a birthday present to themselves or and just check in in solo.
0: I think there is kind of an underrated value. In, and I'll say, that even just being in, in LA, something that Jillian and I keep marveling at, which is even though this is the same city that we live in, and it might seem so strange and funny. Obviously, we have this like kind of podcast concept approach to it, but we were like, this is a whole other world. And there's something so kind of fun about like being a tourist in your own city. And so as a cozy activity, I would here's a little challenge for all of our listeners, like set aside a day in the next year to book a hotel room in where you live and get a feeling for what it's like to be a tourist where you are. Because you'll learn a lot about where you live from a whole different perspective. Because I was thinking about West Hollywood from the perspective of, what if I was a tourist and I didn't know where I was? Like, you know, I don't know where to get food or I'm taking in all the bars and all these, like, places around here. Like, what's my perception of L.A.? And it's just wild to be up here near the hills and everyone looks so trendy and, you know, all the the hip young people are lining up to go into Sky Bar next door and we're schlubs, Um, like, dragging our knuckles past them to, to to chin chin. And, but if it, it was a great reminder of like, just this is the city that we live in. It's a whole other facet of it that we don't get to experience typically.
1: Yeah. And I think it inspired us to maybe get out a little bit more. We'll try new things together. But speaking of those other worlds, I find so cozy about hotels. I think I almost see it as a protective shield. Yeah. I, I,
0: I, I, I me too. Yeah.
1: yeah. No one can get to me. I'm on my own time, my own clock. It's how I felt going in the subway before you get cell service in the subway. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sorry, can't reach me. Right, exactly. <laughs> can't touch me. Jillian
0: would just ride the subway around all day just so that she didn't have to respond to any text messages.
1: <laughs> yeah, it feels as if I'm just in my own little universe and no one can pierce that bubble. And to do it with your best friend is like... Yeah. That's just maximum cozy. Yeah, man. this was
0: really fun. You know, take your best friend, go go do a hotel stay somewhere, uh, even where you just live, and just just to enjoy the amenities and each other, it's a really cozy time.
1: That's also a case study. in mm-hmm. even, you know, you know, your best friend so well, but to know them even better, I guess what they will stand for, what they won't, they'll let you have the cheese crisp or they won't.
0: Oh, what, what, did, I, what did I stop you from <laughs> ordering cheese?
1: No, you did, but it's just, it's just funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did stop. It from order. <laughs> I looked at the, I looked at the price on the cheese plate and I was like, Jillian, you cannot be ordering that.
1: It was it was obscene too, and it came with a honeycomb. Do we really need a honeycomb? No, we don't. No, it just yeah reinforces. I think your friend's craziest traits. Like well, I was getting back to I think I mentioned where you said halfway through the dateline, let's break out the leftovers. Yeah, and we ate it in bed, and it was a perfect nightcap. And we rolled over and went exactly me, me. No, full be-
0: full <laughs> bellies. <laughs> That's Jillian's word for sleep, by the way. Yeah. One final thing I want to share is just me embarrassing myself. When you get off the elevator on each floor, there are these like sconces on either side of a mirror and the ones on the seventh floor where we are, are kind of askew. And I, I was like trying to like almost put them back so that they were level and I couldn't cause they're like bolted into the wall, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so we were on a different floor where the restaurant is and we're, and we're getting on the elevator and I'm like, I was trying to point it to Jillian, like look how they like have these askew sconces and I go to touch it. They're different there. They have a different design. They're like chimes. And all of a sudden, like, I'm just like this monster child trying to, like, touch the chimes sconces. And they all make this huge noise. A Huge noise. The doors open. Everyone's looking at me. Touch the sconces. <laughs> it was humiliating. Yeah. yeah. And
1: then when we got in the elevator, it had insult to injury.
0: Wrong, wrong way. Wrong we way. To, we had to get right out again. Total
1: <laughs> Yeah, because it's meltdown. those fancy little elevators where you have to scan your key card. Yeah. I mean, it's just basic security. I'm calling it fancy, but right. they don't have that at the Best Western. No, they
0: don't. At the Best Western, anyone comes in, they'll point you in the direction of where you're staying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to murder them? They're right over there.
1: Yeah. I mean, also it's nice too having you in charge of the key card. You always had it out immediately. That was so cozy and relaxing to me.
0: Yeah, probably not for you. Quick on the draw.
1: <laughs> yeah, quick on the draw. So I lost our keys within minutes of.
0: Yeah, so I realized this has to be my job.
1: <laughs> it was a lovely end of the summer treat. I would do it a million times over. And I think it's just a reminder that we have to travel together more.
0: Absolutely. And listeners, we want to see your travel. So as you take your summer vacations, uh, let us know what kind of cozy hotels you're experiencing or send us pics from the the places that you are enjoying on our cozy Facebook group.
1: Yes, and I will be letting you into it.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies to every all of our listeners. There was a delay we were not getting notifications like we thought we would. We were not logged in appropriately to that account, so we were missing the notifications to let you in. Deepest apologies. That being said, I will confess, it was really gratifying to see that many people join the group. And I know that was like one big batch. So I know you were maybe a little upset because you had to you're wait waiting a long time. You are waiting
1: a literal year.
0: <laughs> but it was gratifying for my ego to see that many people uh, want to join at once.
1: Yeah. <laughs> gratifying after I <laughs> ever had my mini meltdown. I was the racked with guilt but i'm glad everyone got in
0: yeah welcome yeah welcome. here's our chaotic uh, hotel episode
1: <laughs> and we have no photos no evidence i have a couple i have a couple okay. photos we'll,
0: we'll share that on the instagram all right jillian it's been a very high key weekend well it's been a low-key weekend in a high-key place let's put it that way uh but let's wind down even further with some soothing sounds My soothing sound this week is by two artists who appear frequently in this segment. My Again, while we're apologizing to listeners, here's another apology. We are human and we like what we like and the algorithm knows us. And so I do get served up certain things. And when I do find them very cozy, I can't help myself to you know share music I like from artists I like that I think is very cozy. So forgive me for going back to the well of some specific artists, but You'll know her from one of our cozy song nominees, and that is Arlo Parks, who is now preparing her sophomore album for release. And her latest single is called Pegasus, and it's featuring another cozy mainstay, Phoebe Bridgers. And that upcoming album is called, by the way, My Soft Machine. Sounds very cozy in and of Mm -hmm. itself. And she describes the song as... Being about experiencing, quote, the warmth and lightness of good love for the first time. It explores how the absence of chaos and the presence of real connection can be a little bit terrifying after a long time of not having it. And so let's take a listen now to Pegasus by Arlo Parks featuring Phoebe Bridgers. So cozy. Uh, it's such an earnest song about feeling joy, about love, and not worried about being corny. And I really love that openness of the song and the lyrics. My favorite lyric in the song is, I called my mom just to tell her that I'm happy. And I, that, I, it reminded me of like when I first met my husband and just how excited I was. And we're still excited and happy and in love, <laughs> just to be clear. Yeah, just to be clear. But that, that first blush of like, oh, I want to tell everyone like I found this amazing person. Capturing that in that lyric is really special.
1: Yeah, it's just such a dreamy song, too. And they're out in the desert riding in their car together. And it's just a fun, sweet song. Absolutely. What a talent.
0: Yeah. What are you bopping to that's making you feel cozy?
1: Okay, you're going to laugh at me because I feel like I encountered another pony. Pony? (laughs) Another, like a puny.
0: Oh, my goodness. So a pony is (laughs) it's like a horse, like a small horse. A peony is a flower.
1: Yes, but I I think I called it pony or something.
0: You did call it pony, and you're still doing that?
1: Well, I think it's... I got it right. Cicadas. Cicadas. That's right. Cicadas.
0: Cicadas. You got it.
1: I was really nervous. Not not cicadas. 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 Yeah, there you go. Were they... Do you know where they're um, native to?
0: Yeah, they're native to North America. We'd have cicada season in growing up in the the Midwest where all of a sudden they would be swarming and they'd be all over the trees and there would be, and they're, cause they're really big bugs when they would come and mate and they would molt. And so they would, they're, they're, uh, shed their like external layer. You know what I mean? Kind of like the way snakes do. Mm. They would, you would still see the shell of them like connected to the tree and then the actual bug will have flown off or, you know, going back. I think they they burrow when they hibernate.
1: Very poetic. Yeah. Um, okay. Cicadas. Mm-hmm. Got it. With my uh, my whole uh, cicada pronunciation um, debacle. Um, Gia Margaret. cicadas from the album Romantic Piano was released May 26th, so very recently to record the end of May. And it's all instrumental. And this song is instrumental, but there is one track on the album, City Song, that isn't. But for this instrumental piece, uh, Gia said, I recorded cicadas first, and I just kept listening to it, and it really comforted me. So I thought it was really apt for summer,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: on par with the sounds and feelings.
0: Absolutely, and I associate the sound of cicadas with the summer because of that, because they're very loud.
1: (laughs) I don't know, maybe they're not native in the tri-state area.
0: Well, you're probably not going to find as many in, in the big city. Like you were in, I, I, I was in Chicago. It wasn't like I was in the boonies, but yeah, like they definitely took over.
1: I did not ever meet a cicada. So
0: <laughs> you're loss. <laughs> All right. Well, let's listen to Gia Margaret's Cicadas. Mm-hmm.
1: Is instrumental. It's not something that I would go out and seek on my own, but maybe on a summer night when you're cooking dinner or maybe having friends over a dinner party. Or even cleaning. Ground. You know I love my cleaning music. We <laughs> always send her all over at my house. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's one of those really gentle songs and I think music to ignore, that sounds bad, but you know what I mean? Well, Where yeah, no, it's ambient. Music. It's yeah. like, I mean,
0: you're t- speaking my language. I love music like this that you can... It can be a part of the scene, but it's not overpowering. It's not demanding your attention. It is there to complement what's happening.
1: Yeah, because I was thinking, okay, this is our last episode of the season. What can carry us out into the summer? Mm-hmm. I was like, those cicadas. I was wanted. I really want to say cicadas, but cicada, I did cicada cicada.
0: <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Peony, yeah, Peony. I I love this as a pick. I think it's a really lovely uh, choice and very appropriate for embarking on the summer. Yeah. It really does capture the feeling of a summer night. Definitely. On that note, we're also burning a candle from a candle maker who we've talked about before, but I wanted to revisit because it's been a while and because I really do appreciate them as, a, as an outfit. Um, they're, they're local and they make fantasy-themed candles for role-playing games, and that is cantrip candles uh, based in L.A., we are smelling, I think we, I think we talked about like Dungeon Depths or something originally, or Sanctuary maybe, or a couple of their scents. You're supposed to like burn them while you play d d to like evoke the setting that you're in in the, in the game at that moment. But as they've grown in popularity, they've kind of done more just, this kind of would smell good candles. And they have a seasonal pick that is new. So this is a new seasonal candle called Figwood Orchard. And it's really meant to evoke spring and the changing weather. And obviously we're going into summer, but I, f- I still feel like this is an appropriate kind of like turn of the season. It's getting warmer and we're going into more of a, a more of a floral direction. It's described as a uh, figwood orchard boasts the most spectacular display of blossoming flowers and fruits during the springtime. The rolling acres are speckled with estates and farmsteads serving as countryside respites for nobility and neighboring cities. It's it's meant to be subtle, warm and sweet, um, with m- mild notes of fig, pear, and mushroom.
1: I yeah, I'm definitely getting the scent of the the pear.
0: Yeah, when I get really close to it, I can the pear is the most powerful note.
1: But it's light. It's, it's not very a, yeah, light. Yeah, very light. It's a I could smell it as probably five minutes into you after lighting it. And And
0: then I think it is so subtle and light that it kind of disappears into the normal room scent. And I don't really, I can't pick it out as like we have a scented candle on right now. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's one of those candles, like if we were to burn this out and then leave the room and come back into it, it'd be like, oh, it smells nice in here. It smells like figs and pears.
1: I think it adds a lovely scent.
0: I can pick up a, a hint of like floating floral notes.
1: Floating is th- what say. But it's
0: really light. This is not a powerful candle at all.
1: And how much was it?
0: This was like the sampler one and I the um they have it they have them in different sizes. We're currently burning the the six ounce and this was sixteen dollars.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's a sixteen dollar candle. No,
0: I agree. I think I love the idea and the concept as I often do with this brand, but I do think it's just maybe not that impactful for the price point. And again, maybe the true test is once you leave a room and come back, maybe it has that kind of like, you know, you can get nose blind to it. Maybe if you're in next to it, if you're really into very subtle scents, maybe this is one for you, but I'd I'd get this one half a wick. I can't fully recommend it because I don't think it's delivering a scent that is, oh, wow, you have to go out and buy this and try it out. But I do like the concept and I do think the scent is mild and there enough for me to kind of get the gist of what it's trying to do.
1: Yeah, it's... It's not a bad candle. It just, like said the floating was strong.
0: Yeah, a little more oomph. Yeah, put, put a little more oil in there. Cantrip candles. <laughs> yeah, we want we want to feel like we're annihilated, like a, a Yankee candle. i do that. Well, that is a wrap on our season. Oh wow! Congratulations to us. Thank you yeah. for chin chin. coming along for the ride. And for (laughs) listening to this indulgent episode of us describing our little hotel stay, we are so grateful for your listenership. We are excited to take a little bit break, but, but don't worry. We'll be back in your ears soon enough in the fall, you know, stay
1: energized,
0: stay posted on our social media. We're at all things cozy on Instagram and Facebook. We'll keep you updated. We're not, we'll still be on those channels. So, you know, you will, you'll hear from us. And I will say a little shout out. If you are part of our Patreon. Um, We do have one more book club episode. We'll be reading uh, The Hotel Nantucket by Ellen Hildebrand, the queen of beach reads. So we will be meeting at the end of the month to discuss that book selection. That'll be the last book of our season that we discuss uh, until next fall. And if you really are hankering for some more coziness and you're like, oh, I can't go two months without Matt and Julian. I completely get that. And you're not already a patron, you can sign up at the votive level and get access to all those book club episodes. That, that'll definitely last you through the summer.
1: Yeah, and speaking of our Patreon, we want to thank our new patron, Tabby. Yay, um, Thank we, you for joining us. Yes, we appreciate your support and all of our patrons, of course. And, you know, just to reiterate once again, so sorry to our Facebook group uh, for dealing with, with those members, but we're going to be on it.
0: We're exclusive.
1: <laughs> no, everyone is welcome. We're a growing community. <laughs> And it's just a fun way to stay connected, especially during the summer. Sharing recipes, your vacation trip, vacation trips that the really cancel each other out there. <laughs> your, your vacations during your trips, and we love to see it and stay connected. So we'll miss you, but we'll be in touch.
0: Yes, and again, thank you all for listening. We had a great time this season, and looking forward to an, another new season in the fall. Have a wonderfully cozy summer. Stay cool out there. Enjoy it. As Jillian said, let us know about your vacation trips mini on social media. Your min- yeah, raid the mini bar for Jillian. <laughs> Until next fall,
1: stay, stay cozy. cozy.